Before we get started, if you're enjoying this content, you can do us a favor by subscribing to our YouTube channel and ringing the bell. That'll let the algorithm know that you like this content and it will help us produce more. For us, what's most important is that we are experimenting regularly, trying a lot of different things, not being afraid to, um, you know, not being afraid to fail. Welcome to Honest Ecommerce, a podcast dedicated to cutting through the BS and finding actionable advice for online store owners. I'm your host, Chase Clymer, and I believe running a direct-to-consumer brand does not have to be complicated or a guessing game. On this podcast, we interview founders and experts who are putting in the work and creating real results. I also share my own insights from running our top Shopify consultancy, Electric Eye. We cut the fluff in favor of facts to help you grow your e-commerce business. Let's get on with the show. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Honesty Commerce. I'm your host, Chase Clymer, and today we're welcoming to the show Josh Rome. Josh is the founder and CEO of Runway, the first DTC, direct to consumer telehealth brand focused on travel health. Welcome to the show, Josh. Hey, Chase. Great to be here. Oh, it's going to be fantastic. So, for those that are unaware, can you kind of just let us know what is a, a, a telehealth direct to consumer brand? What, what kind of products are you guys bringing to market? Yeah, so we're the first company focused exclusively on travel health. So when I talk about travel health, I'm referring to prescription medications that you take for many of the most common travel ailments. So that includes things like malaria prophylaxis, motion sickness medication, altitude sickness medication, even things like antibiotics for travelers, diarrhea, and sleep aids. Any prescription medication product that you might need to take uh, along with you on your travels. I know that this is kind of like a really common problem when you're going to, and I hate to say this, like, but like third world countries or people uh, mm-hmm. or countries that have um, not as advanced healthcare system. Is that correct? Yeah. So something like traveler's diarrhea is probably the most common travel related ailment. 20 to 50% of travelers traveling to developing countries will encounter traveler's diarrhea at some point in their, uh, in their lives and their travels. Awesome. All right. So just take me back in time. Right. We're gonna we're gonna walk through all of this, but take me back in time. Where yeah. did this idea come from? What was going on in your life? Where what what where was the catalyst for like, you know what? I think there's an opportunity here. For sure. So my my career spans the tech, pharma, and travel space. So I feel uniquely well positioned to tie this all together with runway. But after a successful exit from the pharmaceutical industry in 20, 2019, I had an opportunity to try to better align my career with my passions. So I've been an avid traveler my entire life. I've been to over 60 countries. I went on a program called Semester at Sea for a study abroad program. I've climbed mountains like Kilimanjaro and Tukal in Africa. Travel has just always been this really defining characteristic of my personality. So with that, uh, looking to rebrand my career, I started a daily travel-based newsletter called City Speak. I grew that to a few thousand subscribers and then ultimately leveraged that user base into opening up my own boutique travel agency. I affiliated with one of the largest agent networks in the US, a company called Pro Travel, and started managing itineraries and selling travel uh, throughout the world. So uh, through that experience, I identified this gap in the industry. And that was after booking a honeymoon in Bali or a family going on an African safari or a father and son that were climbing Machu Picchu. I would always get asked these questions related to what types of medications do I need for my trip or what types of health concerns should I be aware about? And at the time, all I could really do was refer them to either their primary care physician or suggest that they visit a travel clinic. I'm 36 years old. I don't actually have a a PCP. 35% of millennials don't. And the travel clinic industry is highly fragmented. It's notoriously costly and overall a a poor consumer experience uh, in today's day and age. Oh, man, this is going to be such a fun conversation. So (laughs) you saw this gap in the market and you decided, you know, there might be an opportunity here. Uh, I would say that healthcare is probably the most regimented industry maybe maybe only 
surpassed by finance. Um, how did you kind of... What was the first step in like getting into this and like trying to you know just figure out if this is a good idea or not? Yeah. So, so a couple things. I leveraged some once. I, once the initial seed was planted, I leveraged some of the initial insights and, and access to data I had from my former life in the pharma industry. And I would say the real genesis of Runway was when I uncovered that this segment of the healthcare industry that we're branding or calling travel health was actually larger than both erectile dysfunction and hair loss combined. So I'm sure you're familiar with companies like Hims and Hers and Roman and the way that they really were able to pioneer D2C telehealth for initially men's wellness, growing that to women's wellness, dermatology, mental health, et cetera, mm -hmm. identifying this, this gap in travel health and feeling like there was a blue ocean approach to a potentially larger market than, than what some of these other companies were, were building. When I started thinking about really putting the pieces together to, to actually and tangibly build runway, we live in, in an environment and with an ecosystem that's very different than what some of those early pioneers had to manage. So they had to build out their own physician networks. They had to form partnerships with uh, various pharmacies. Today, there's an entire ecosystem of vendors, frankly, that allow smaller startups to integrate into the market much quicker and also allows them to scale much faster. So we're using partners for things like our telehealth services, which allows us to launch into all 50 states rather than building out a state-by-state -state network. Similarly, we're working with a partner pharmacy that is licensed in all 50 states and they can ship our medications to patients throughout the, the US. These are opportunities that were afforded to us because of the telehealth ecosystem that has been built up over the past five years um, and beyond, and uh, really gives us and many other companies entering the space today an advantage over um, some of those early, uh, early adopters. Yeah. Uh, something that I read the other day, which uh, I was thinking about the whole time you were just talking, which was the first people that go into a new market invest the most and are most likely to go bankrupt because yeah. they have to pave the way for everyone else. Um, and like a good kind of uh, proof of concept there is uh, well, not proof of concept, but you know, obviously on the agency side of things, right? Whenever there's a brand new uh, ad platform or technology, when people like jump on it and adopt it and like tie their business around it, uh, you don't know if it's going to be there in six months or, or a uh -huh. year. So um, you know, it, it's definitely a little more risky, but. Obviously, risk first reward. We no one's gonna sit back here and say that Hims isn't doing all right. <laughs> totally, and it's actually funny you say that because some of our partners and and investors have actually said the same thing to me about travel health, and that we're really leading the way in, in travel health, and we actually have a very unique and differentiated strategy towards customer acquisition um, that. You know, we can pave the path and pave the way. Um, but the, as soon as we prove out this concept, there will be others following behind us, potentially with you know greater access to capital, bigger teams that we're always going to be fighting to to keep our space uh, you know at the top and, and build out our moat. Um, but there's unique challenges to certainly being first to market. Absolutely. And I think that one of the more interesting approaches that you have here is instead of building your own partner network, instead of building your own pharmaceutical network that you chose to go with partners. Now, I'm just going to guess here. Uh, and you can share as much or as little as you can about this. Sure. But you know, it, it that, that definitely doesn't make your margins as healthy as possible. But it also helps you get to the next phase of your business a lot faster. Yeah. And, and that's exactly it. Less capital intensive uh, from the outset allows us to get to proof of concept much faster in a much more scalable fashion as we can continue to grow, gain traction, raise additional capital to, to take on some of those um, vendor relationships, bring them internal. Um, you know, we'll be able to, to 
have healthier margins down the road. Right now for us, you know, we launched in, in May of this year. It's all about gaining that initial traction, all about building out proof of concept. And uh, once we have that, I'm confident we can really start running with this. Hey there, Merchant. Are you tired of trying to navigate the wild world of e-commerce on your own? Are you looking for a partner to help you achieve your goals? Look no further than the Shopify Plus agency, Electric Eye. Our team has a proven track record of helping our clients make millions with strategic design and development. Whether you're migrating from a legacy platform to Shopify, designing a new theme for your store, or just looking to optimize what you already have, Electric Eye is the perfect partner for you. Electric Eye are true Shopify experts. Not only is our Shopify knowledge unparalleled, but we have partnerships with all the best tech in the Shopify ecosystem. And don't worry, we're easy to get a hold of. Our clients rave about our fast communication. So here's the deal. If you're an e-commerce business doing over $1 million a year, you can receive a complimentary Shopify diagnostic from our team of experts. That's free, personalized strategic recommendations to improve your store and grow your business. To get started, head on over to electriceye.io slash connect to schedule an intro call with one of our experts. That's electriceye.io slash connect. Struggling to get your Merchant Center ads approved but keep running into a price mismatching error? Wondering how your competitors are showing reviews, price, delivery, and product availability directly in search results? What if there's a way to get more traffic without fighting for rankings? Well, that's where Jason LD for SEO comes in. It's an app that gets you more organic traffic to your Shopify store, qualifying you for over a dozen search enhancements, and provides all of the structured data you need for Merchant Center. JSONLD for SEO automatically adds the structured data needed and it's updated regularly as the rules change by Google. It's a hands-off SEO app that you don't need to monkey around with to get working. It's the safest, easiest, and most effective way to stand out from your competitors in search results. Contact us to get your free structured data audit for your store. Find JSONLD for SEO in the Shopify app store to get started. That's J-S-O-N-L-D for SEO, or go to J-S-O-N-L-D dot app. It's the beginning of a new year, and with the new year comes new opportunities. The often misunderstood Q5 period stretches from Christmas Day to Chinese New Year and gives brands the gifts of significantly lower CPMs. But how can you use this Q5 as a springboard to make 2023 your best year yet? The answer is funding. Funding opens doors for your business. A cash injection now will enable you to take full advantage of the Q5 opportunity by investing more into your marketing and securing that spring-summer collection from your manufacturers. Revenue-based finance from Wayflyer is fairer, faster, and more flexible than the traditional funding options out there. You can get approved for funding in hours and cash in your account within days. There are no interest rates or personal guarantees, just one simple fee. Best of all, repayments are made as a percentage of your revenue. So if you're having a slower month than usual, no problem. You'll just give them less learn more about how funding from Wayflyer can unlock growth for your business and turn 2023 into a record year, visit wayflyer.com slash ecom slash honest. That's wayflyer.com slash ecom with two M's slash honest. Wayflyer, funding a better way. Now, so let's just talk about building this business and acquiring new mm-hmm. customers, right? Um, what was kind of that go-to-market strategy? How were you getting people into the pipeline to start, mm-hmm. you know, making some money. Yeah. So that's frankly the most exciting part of the business for me. Um, When you look at competitors in the direct-to-consumer healthcare space, we've used names like Hims and Hers or or Roman um, already. It's really difficult to build communities around 
healthcare conditions like hair loss or erectile dysfunction. Generally, if you're not familiar with one of those brands, you're going to have to go to a general practitioner or a PCP, chat with them about your problems. And if they determine that you're a candidate for medication, they're going to go ahead and write you a prescription. In no cases is that general practitioner going to refer you to a third-party telehealth platform to get access to, to your medications. Meanwhile, and frankly, I experienced this firsthand as a formal travel supplier, when I was booking that trip to Bali or when I was booking that African safari, I was the first to know who might be a candidate for uh, medication. And we can leverage these travel suppliers to effectively become the voice and ambassadors for Runway to build out our customer base, to refill our sales funnel year after year, and allow us to acquire customers at a much more cost-effective uh, manner. So we are really trying to prove out right now this... this um, uh, B2B2C marketing strategy rather than what I would call a traditional growth marketing strategy of paid search and paid social. A lot of D2C brands that you talk to today, I'm sure, are spending a tremendous amount of money on Facebook ads and Instagram ads and Google search. And we're, what we're seeing is you know, Apple will enact a new privacy restriction that makes the efficiencies go down or the cost to acquire customers through Facebook is constantly, uh, seemingly constantly increasing. If we can build our business through a partner network, we'll be able to profit from our customers day one and build a real and sustainable business, which is very exciting. You know, we, we are seeing what's happening in the markets right now with these high growth customers that are spending a ton of money to acquire customers, uh, these high growth companies that are spending a ton of money to acquire customers, um, but don't have that path to profitability. Meanwhile, Runway, as we build out our partner network, uh, build out our community of both travelers and travel suppliers, we can build a real and sustainable business in, in the near future. Yeah, I mean, that is such a unique strategy. I don't think it's a strategy we've talked about on this show before. I'm racking my brain to think about it. But you know, mm -hmm. the way I'm going to really simplify what you guys are doing over there for the listeners sure. is you are partnering with people in other businesses that are selling other products to your target demographic, um, as opposed to trying to acquire those people further up the funnel with you know awareness ads through paid kind of search engines. Now, I'm also just going to guess here that with these partnerships that it's probably a, a kind of like a, an affiliate deal where you're not really paying mm -hmm. up front. You're only paying when things happen. That's correct. Yeah. And just to talk on, on who those travel suppliers are for us. Um, so that could be one of the 150,000 individual travel agents in the US that are managing individual itineraries for travelers. That could be tour operators like an Abercrombie and Kent or an and beyond. That could be a travel insurance company that's selling travel insurance into um, a traveler after their trip. These are all different touch points to that traveler that, that afford Runway a complimentary opportunity to provide their service that also enhances the service of that original uh, seller of travel. So that travel advisor that's booking that African safari is already suggesting that that traveler requires uh, or procures travel insurance. They're making sure that they're all set up with their flights and logistics. Having them also recommend a better, more effective, more cost-effective way to obtain relevant travel health um, medication and access to US-based physicians during their travels is an additional value add that they can offer. The fact that we're compensating them for it through an affiliate marketing um, opportunity is frankly just icing on the cake. Some of our partners to date have actually wanted us to just donate those commissions to some of the conservation efforts that they're working on. So it's interesting for us right now, we're playing, you know, frankly, different levers, seeing what is resonating most with the partners, what is most valuable to them. Is it purely our service? Is it that commission? Is it 
uh, a co-promotion or co-marketing effort. Yeah, uh, I'll even tell you on my side of things, whenever, uh, you know, running an agency, having like the direct ear of e-commerce merchants, you know, every day, our inbox is inundated with uh, partner opportunities that uh, run the gamut from being one-sided to one of us to, you know, just being a, a, a terrible fit. Uh, and the things that are more exciting to us are like, you know, actually solving a problem for our customers. You know, the last thing is really the money at, at times. It's it's more uh, value in other forms, be it co-marketing or just having someone to actually help you solve a problem. Yeah. And especially this, you know, where we are, you know, coming out of COVID uh, right now, you know, we're seeing travelers travel with this heightened sense of awareness towards their health and travel. We are focused on this proactive or prepared traveler, which today is every traveler because they're navigating so many of these different hurdles that COVID has has resulted in. And being a support system for that proactive traveler um, really just elevates the experience for for all. And when it's coming from that trusted travel advisor or that trusted um, you know tour operator, it elevates them along the way. Absolutely. Now, uh, looking back uh, at building this business, or maybe just in your career, is there any mistakes or learning experiences that you can remember that you think might resonate with a founder getting into the direct consumer space? So this is, frankly, my first foray into the direct consumer space. Um, so there are a lot of new learnings. Uh, I think for us, what's most important is that we are experimenting regularly trying a lot of different things, not being afraid to, um, you know, not being afraid to fail, frankly. Uh, we're managing, you know, budget in a way that we are taking a lot of smaller experiments rather than leaning heavily into um, some of the, let's just say, big risk style um, marketing strategies. So for us, um, yeah, just trying a lot and, and not being afraid to, to run with what's working and, and walk away from what's not. Now, Josh, is there anything that I forgot to ask you about today that you think might resonate with our audience? One thing that I think is interesting um, about uh, being the first to market with a, a new strategy um, is how we can really define and craft our own story and our own success metrics. So as we've seen in, in the SaaS industry over uh, the past few years, it's all a focus on ARR, annual recurring revenue, MRR, and, and really defining success based on those metrics. At Runway, we're developing our own success metrics. So because we have this B2B2C strategy, because we are building out a partner network of hundreds of suppliers, all with the goal that we can have millions of touch points with travelers, we're building out our own metrics of ATT, annual traveler touch points, knowing that if we can extend to 2 million or 5 million annual traveler touch points through our partner network, you can look at a conversion rate of 0.25 or 0.5 or 2% or 3% of those ATTs, those annual traveler touch points, knowing that we're able to build, again, that real and sustainable business through those metrics uh, because we're able to profit off of our customers uh, from day one. So it's really exciting. It's also challenging in, in kind of crafting that story and speaking with investors, speaking with partners and getting them to understand that we have a, a different strategy than what they're typically used to. Um, but what we you know, are really working towards today with our, our recent launch is building out those first few and early case studies that we can show to, to the world that you know, this model is working um, and, and will allow us to build a, a, a real and, and successful business down the road. Um, I think that's fantastic uh, coming up with the KPI that matters to your business. For most direct consumer businesses, the KPIs are somewhere along the lines of AOV, conversion rate, and sessions, right? But with you, you, your business is a little more unique with what you said that business to business to customer 
uh, strategy, which is so cool and, and, and you know, it's got my brain spinning. But most business books that you'll read will talk about simplifying the data that you're looking at. And your dashboard, like if it's more than five metrics you care about, and if you can't see the health of your business with like, you know, three to five numbers, you're doing too much. And I think coming up with those KPIs that truly matter to your business is such an insightful strategy for for any business, regardless if you're direct consumer or not, you could be traditional or whatever. Like that is such an insightful strategy. Just keep it simple. Know which ones you need to look at to know if the business is growing or doing what it needs to do. Yeah, absolutely agree. Awesome, Josh. You've talked so much about these innovative products that you guys are bringing to market. Now, if I've got some travel coming up or you know, any of the listeners are, are curious as to what's going on, where should they go to check it out? Runwayhealth.com. <laughs> awesome, Josh. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much, Chase. Really appreciate it. We can't thank our guests enough for coming on the show and sharing their knowledge and journey with us. We've got a lot to think about and potentially add into our own businesses. You can find all the links in the show notes. You can subscribe to the newsletter at honestycommerce.co to get each episode delivered right into your inbox. If you're enjoying this content, consider leaving a review on iTunes that really helps us out. Lastly, if you're a store owner looking for an amazing partner to help you get your Shopify store to the next level, reach out to Electric Eye at electriceye.io. Until next time.